you need to go through and put the work in and be prepared in order to find that. You won't be able to find fulfillment unless you're, you're mentally ready for it. Yep, exactly. Well said. Midlife is the best season of our lives, but often many of us lack fulfillment in some area of our midlife. It doesn't have to be that way. This podcast is a resource for midlifers to discover ways to find fulfillment in whatever area of life you need it. I'm your host, Bernie Borges. Join me on the Midlife Fulfilled Podcast, a journey to make midlife the most fulfilling season of your life. Hello, midlifers. It's good to be back in your ears. Welcome to episode six. Hey, before you meet Janine in this week's episode, I just want to comment on something that I've been hearing from episode five on the conversation with Jeff. It's really interesting how he said that a lot of what I'm covering in the podcast is speaking to him. And, and I love that. And I've heard that from others as well, which is, which is awesome. But something he said that really spoke to me is when he's, when he was talking about the scenario that he went through with his family, remember his wife broke her back, his daughter got hit by a car and that happened kind of back to back. He was transitioning in a career. And, and he said that he reached the point where he said, you know, I'm a husband, I'm a father and I love my family, but I'm also Jeff and I need fulfillment. That really spoke to me. And I know I'm not alone there because Jeff admits it, right? We all need that fulfillment that goes beyond the basics of our family and our job or our career. We need some fulfillment. And as I've said before in the 80-20 principle, if you're only 80% fulfilled, that's okay. And it's okay to also pursue that other 20%, but don't beat yourself up over it because there's a chance you may not get there. But just having that recognition of, I'm also Bernie and I need fulfillment. And I've already shared with you that that's why I started this podcast because I needed that level of fulfillment. Anyway, just wanted to share that with you. Before we get to this week's guest with Janine, I do want to remind you once again, you know the drill that if you want to get a weekly email from me with that week's podcast, just go to midlifefulfilled.com and sign up there. Midlifefulfilled.com and you'll get that weekly alert with that week's podcast. All right, let's get to this week's BF to AF story with Janine. Welcome, Janine. Thanks for joining me here today. Thank you, Bernie. I'm very excited to be here. Well, I'm excited to have you on the podcast and share your BF to AF story. I'm really excited to, to hear it. And um, yeah, I'm going to share with the listener that I'm hearing it for the first time. I have not heard it before. Um, we agree to just press record and have this conversation. Before we get started, I want the listener to, to know where you are in that age bracket that I shared on the podcast. So why don't you tell us which of the brackets do you fall into? 20 to 34, 35 to 44, 45 to 59, 60 to 74? 45 to 59. Okay, great. Thank you. So Janine, tell us your story. Yeah. Uh... So this time, slightly this time last year, um, I was in uh, working for a company and my position was 
Um, well, it was very taxing and it was also, uh, well, it was challenging of course, but you know, I felt very stuck in what I was doing. I felt like I re- kind of reached the end of my potential within that actual job. And I decided that I needed to make a change. And if it was, you know, I wanted to stay with the company because I had been there for a while, but I felt like I had to make a change somehow and I didn't know what it was. So I actually reached out to a coach, like a mindset coach to kind of help me get past whatever that emotional thing was that mm-hmm. I felt like it was holding me back. The- Can I ask you a question on that, Janine? Yeah, absolutely. Remember on episode one, I talked about how pretty much all the decisions we make are based on thoughts and feelings, right? Mm-hmm. So when you were stuck, you know, mm-hmm. as you say, what were the thoughts and feelings that you were experiencing at that time? So I was mentally exhausted, emotionally exhausted, physically exhausted. I was thinking that I saw this giant pile of work, what well, felt like a pile of work, this big timeline with this ambitious project with unrealistic deadlines, what I felt were unrealistic deadlines. And a team that was my team that was being asked to do certain things in a certain amount of time, but my team had been changed. I had had a, a big team of about 80 people and then I got small and then I took over a team from um, India. So there's a lot of changes internally and it was just very frustrated. And I, I didn't, I wasn't convinced at the time that the plan that we had agreed to was the plan that was best for our customers and for the company. So I was very frustrated by that. And I really, I was sticking around in that particular position for my team and for the technology that I managed because I had been with them for a decade. So I wanted to prepare myself to move forward for when that particular project was over because I, as soon as it was done, I, I just, I needed, I knew I needed something different. So that's when I thought that if I, you know, did something to change something within me, like an education or looking at something different. I have my MBA, but I was thinking about like a, maybe an additional certificate. So it sounds but, like even though maybe you didn't, well, you tell me, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but whether or not you were thinking in terms of being fulfilled, seeking mm-hmm. fulfillment, it sounds like you were seeking mm-hmm. fulfillment when you were so frustrated in that, in that sort of moment in your career. Yeah. I knew, I knew something wasn't whatever, what was going on currently couldn't, be a long-term thing for me. And I needed something more. I wanted uh, you know, my, what I had always enjoyed at what I was doing was I was helping people. I was doing something. I was progressing and I had felt like I had gotten to the end of my progression within that role. And I, I wanted something more than what it was offering me. So that's when I contacted the career coach uh, or the, the, the mindset coach and started working with her. And then, um, just about a year ago with, within a couple of days, my dad had a heart attack and he went to the hospital and he had, uh, a heart, hurts, heart surgery. Um, and he never recovered from that. So he actually passed away on March 1st. Oh, I'm sorry. Thank you. Yeah. It was, it was really unexpected. You know, just nobody in our family thought that he had cancer, but he was doing okay with the cancer and we knew we weren't going to have him forever, but we thought we had a few more years at least. So that was just shocking. Luckily I was able to be with my brother and my mom and my aunt. We were there at his bedside 
um, when he passed away. And even with COVID, you know, they made an exception for us to, to be there. But after that, it really was just kind of a wake up call that, you know, you don't have forever between yeah. knowing so many people passing away from COVID and then seeing you know, with my dad's like, how do you want to spend the rest of your life? You know, yeah. you, you might have a year, you might have five years, you might have 20 years, you might have 40 more years, but it's the quality rather than the quantity. So that really kind of obviously <laughs> was very emotional and hard to deal with for a while. And so I was moving on and, you know, dealing with the emotional part of that, um, dealing still with the stressful part of work, working with the career coach or the mindset coach. Uh, at the beginning of May, uh, I was told that my position had been moved to India. May 2021? Yes. This, yeah, the past May. So okay. May March 1st, my dad passed away. May, I think it was 3rd. Um, I found out that my job was being moved to India and that I was no wow. longer needed. Wow. Yeah. And how it happened was, I mean, it was pretty corporate, but you know, I, I had got a little reinvigorated because I was doing a lot of work with our employee resource groups at that company. Um, so that was, you know, working with the, um, I think we were working on like the like, you know, diversity, inclusion, equity, and I, that was really fulfilling to me. So I thought I had found a renewed, you know, sense of self and, and purpose within the organization. So it found, sounds like you actually were getting some fulfillment by being involved in that. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. My core work wasn't, wasn't doing it, wasn't the, the fulfilling part of it, but knowing that I was having an impact on the overall organization was, was, was good. And it was kind of sustaining me until I could find something else within the organization to, to move on that morning. I was supposed to have a, a big ERG meeting kickoff and my then boss made me cancel it and invited me to a meeting where he said, your, your position is being eliminated and being moved to India. Mm-hmm. And I, I knew being on the other side of the table for many years of the one doing the releasing I, I knew what it was as I received the meeting invitation mm-hmm. and I thought I would be really upset, but I was actually relieved. Hmm. And Why? I, I mean, I was, I was upset because I, I felt like I could still contribute and help to the organization. Mm-hmm. But then I looked at all of the things that I wasn't necessarily agreeing with. And I knew I still had to do anyways. And I thought, you know, this isn't my problem anymore. And, um, you know, I, I was happy. I was like, well, this is, this is okay. Like I can have some time off to work through more emotions with around uh, my father's passing. And mm-hmm. I can figure out what do I, what do I actually want to do? Cause I, I kind of fell into the job way back when and progressed to senior manager level. And then what is it, what I wanted to do, you know, it was so at that point, Janine, did you know what you wanted to do before that meeting? No, I had no idea. So I, I was a manager of a technology and a team who worked on that technology, um, and used that technology to repair things. And I, I'm not a technology person as far as my background, I've just been around it for so long that. I'm one of the people where I talk to the technical people, I understand what they're saying, and then I can plain speak it to other people. So more of a translator. That's an important role. (laughs) It is. is. 
and I've, I've had a great team that worked for me and, you know, a lot of them have left since I was let go or they were let go. Some of them are still there and, and doing well, which I'm happy for them. But I was worried about making that decision and letting my team down and not seeing the end of this technology through to the completion. And then someone made the decision for me and it was, it was honestly relieving. And, uh, I was, I was fine. I I was surprised how fine I was about it. So I decided, you know, I'm not rushing back into a new job. I'm going to figure out what I actually want to do. Uh, Cause my old title was senior manager, remote services. And it's not like that's a job out in LinkedIn that you could search for. (laughs) And um, I had done uh, project management work uh, previously and I didn't really want to do that again. I knew I could do it, but I didn't want to. So, you know, I was just trying to go through and figure out like, what is it that I want to do when I grow up? You know, what I I love that phrase. I I think we we should use that phrase our entire lives. We should. (laughs) (laughs) We should. (laughs) Why stop ourselves at one career? I mean, if you love that career, awesome. But if it doesn't fit you anymore, you need to find something that you fit better. So, you know, I was working still with the, the mindset coach just spending time at home doing some projects that, you know, the type that kind of weigh in your shoulders and you weigh in your head and you don't realize that they're causing you stress. Did some of those things. I also found a networking group that I was working with them to look for different positions. Offering was that helpful advice. to you? It was. It was really helpful because the last time I had looked for a job was about 13 years ago. So a lot has changed in the job search market since then. (laughs) So part of my transition package was uh, a career coach. So I used uh, their services for uh, rewriting my resume, getting tips, you know, how to use LinkedIn because I didn't have an active LinkedIn profile. I didn't, you know, my network was within my former company. And if I needed something, I felt like I could just reach out within that network and, So I hadn't really nurtured my network outside of work. So I focused on building my LinkedIn network and profile, um, just starting to learn new things, looking at different positions out there, working with a networking group. And the networking group is local to Canton, Ohio, uh, but they're all former executives from major corporations around the Canton area. They feel really blessed in their own careers. They're all retired and are, are now wanting to give back to people for That's job great. searching. Yeah, so it was. And I, I lucked into finding them and they really helped give me some good advice and talk me through. And so I spent a couple months looking for a job or a new new career, not just a job. but And I also wanted to focus on quality of life and um, culture. So I wanted to find something where I was feeling fulfilled as part of my job and that it was a supportive culture, one that is focusing on building people up. It's important, you know, with equality. And so there's things that I felt that could have been done better over the years in my previous positions and companies I've been at. So I was looking for different positions. It was actually my sister-in-law and her, um, her business partner, founder of their company that approached me about working with them. And if I ever, ever thought about going the entrepreneurial route Mm, and yeah, I, I, 
my husband. So I, Janine, I have to yeah. say something. Uh, yes. I have to say, I have to say this for the listener. Yes. You and I are on video right now. And yeah. when you just said what you just said, have you, have you ever thought about going the entrepreneurial route? You said it with a big ear to ear grin. So your body language on that is so positive, so high energy, which of course the listener doesn't know that because they're listening. But I want to share that with the listener that your body language and energy is just, it's off the charts when now that you're transitioning to that part of your journey. Yeah, you can see the relief and the, actually it's still kind of a surprise for me because I was one of those people that my dad retired from IBM. He loved IBM. He left the Air Force. He went to work at IBM. My mom worked a traditional corporate job. So I've never, I was raised in the middle class to think, you know, you work, you go to a job at a company, you put your time in the company, you do good work, and then you retire. And then they're talking to me about becoming an entrepreneur and into a small company. And that was really exciting. And, but it was also, it was also something I had never considered because, you know, you, it just wasn't something that I had thought about. My husband does have a company with a business partner and his parents had a company. So I see the entrepreneur and my brother-in-law has a small company. So they all, I see the entrepreneurial blueprint and how it works, yeah. but I also see all the hard work and everything that goes yeah, into it. That's right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you, you can work any 18 hour you want out of the, out of the entire day. It's up. You Absolutely. could, it's totally up to you. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yes. I, I actually joke around with my husband once in a while when uh, he has work commitments and we were trying to figure something out. I'm like, man, your boss, I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so where so they, are you now then on that entrepreneurial journey? So I am working with them as the chief operating officer. Yes. So I did some contracting work with them, um, just part-time, uh, just working at looking through some processes. And I, I wanted to make sure it was a good fit because it is how many small, months are you into it now? Uh, so officially, uh, January 1st, I started as a chief operating officer of this um, year, 2022, 2022. Yes. Okay. So a couple of months. Yes. A couple months. Yep. Okay. Yep. And, yeah, we're and, still... and I'm not going to ask you how it's going. I'm going to ask you, how do you feel about it? I feel good. Um, and I, I, there's probably a little hesitation in my voice just because I'm still finding my feet as far as how I can add the most value within the organization and how I could be most useful uh, to them and most helpful to them. You know, they're, my sister-in-law is uh, brilliant. Um, her business partner, brilliant. They're in content marketing. The editors are, they're just an extremely incredibly smart, talented team that works really well together. So I knew whatever I'm bringing to them has to be worth it. And that has to really just add something to them and not take away from them. So I was a bit nervous about it at first because it is my sister-in-law. So it's a, a family relationship on, you know, and yeah, then yeah. also it's a small organization. So whatever salary commitment they're making, it's, you know, it's significant based off of the size of the organization. Sure. sure. Uh, so I had to make sure that my, my value outweighed my cost. <laughs> right, right. There you go. So it sounds like if I was to summarize your story, Janine, it sounds like, you know, you were in a corporate job for more than a decade with the same company. 
you hit a point where you just got frustrated. You didn't like, you didn't, you weren't really feeling fulfilled in that job. Sounds like you stuck it out for a while. Then maybe you started to get some fulfillment being involved in the DE&I, you know, initiative. And then out of sort of nowhere, um, your position was eliminated. You mentioned, and these are my words, not your words, that they kind of did you the favor. They made the decision for you. Mm-hmm. And so it kind of forced your hand, not to mention, gave you a pretty good circumstance because you had some kind of a package to help you, you know, find that next step in your career. But instead of getting another quote unquote job, I'm using air quotes, you instead did a, landed in a contractor role that's more mm-hmm. entrepreneurial. And as I shared earlier, when you were describing it, your body language was just so happy. You just look so happy. And so, you know, it just seems like sometimes in our life, when decisions get made for us, we come to the realization, like, this is something I needed to do. I just didn't do it on my own. Yeah. You know, I'll give you a quick little BF to AF story for me. I had my own marketing agency for 15 years. And in the span of 15 years, there were a few clients in there that were, let's just say, not easy, not the most enjoyable clients. And, you know, in hindsight, I probably should have ended the relationship instead, instead of waiting until they eventually ended the relationship, Mm -hmm. you know, and, but, you know, every time it was like, wow, okay, they did it. I probably should have done it a year ago, you know, just Mm -hmm. to feel more fulfillment in the business that I was running. So in your case, it was in your career. So, so, so I've asked you how you feel, you feel like it's, it's, it's going well. So you're optimistic about it. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I'm, I'm learning a lot. So in, we were talking previously about the content marketing world in uh, Cleveland in September and that's where we met. Yep. And that was my first official foray into content marketing. And up to that point, I was not sure that the company that I'm at could use me because they were, like I said, they were, they're wildly talented. They're very successful. I thought, yeah, I could, I could tweak things here or there, but I don't know that there's ongoing value for me. And then I went to content marketing world and literally saw the lightning and was like, Whoa, okay. Now I understand this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I get this. You just learn so much by immersion over a couple of days. And I've just been um, just devouring whatever I can about it and seeing that, you know, there's all these creative possibilities out there. Um, but there aren't as many operational on the, as much on the operational side. And so, uh, when we were actually there, someone was talking to me and my sister-in-law about what I'll be doing at that point. And they said, Oh, you're hurting cats. I said, no, no, I'm not hurting cats. (laughs) I said, I'm catching butterflies. I said, I prefer to think of them as these creative butterflies that are flitting about and I'm gently guiding them back to where they need to be to, to get their, their tasks done. <laughs> I like that. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we joke around that I'm the chief lepidopterist, <laughs> the chief butterfly catcher. <laughs> right. I love that. I love that. Well, Janina, I just want to wrap by saying, first of all, thank you for being willing to come on the podcast and and sharing that story. You know, you had some heartbreak in there, you know, as part of your life and, you know, losing your dad along the way. And, you know, some of the realizations that, you know, you came to your, those thoughts and feelings, and then your AF, you know, the BF was the frustration. Your AF was, you know, landing in a role that you 
probably weren't anticipating. Mm -hmm. And and now, as, I, as I've said a, a couple of times, your body language, because we're on video, you know, as you describe it, is just so descriptive and just so obvious that you feel fulfilled. And I'm, I'm happy for you. And I just Thank wish you. you continued success and health and, and happiness and fulfillment. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, definitely. You need to go through and put the work in and be prepared in order to find that during the AF before to find your, your, your BF or, or your BF to your AF. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. You won't be able to find fulfillment unless you're, you're mentally ready for it. Yep. Exactly. Well said. Thank you, Janine. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Two takeaways. First, Someone else made that big decision for her. Remember, her job was eliminated. It was, it was, well, her job was moved to India, which basically eliminated her job. So they made that decision for her. We talked about that. And after that, notice the approach that she took. She said that she was not looking for a new job. She was looking for a new career. And she was also prioritizing quality of life and culture. So clearly, she recognized that this is a new season. This is an opportunity for her to really do something significant. And by giving it that level of thought process, and, and I, I'm going to say that emotion, that thought and that feeling, that really helped her, I think, find that next step. And of course, that next step was taking a chance on a new opportunity that's somewhat entrepreneurial, just different than what she had thought she was going to be doing. So I just really admire her for her courage. And I, I want to reiterate what I saw on video, I, I wish you could see it. And I'm not planning on going to video anytime soon anyway, but her body language, she just, she just perked up. She was so visibly enthusiastic and happy when she discussed this new opportunity that she's in right now. So I just, I'm so grateful for Janine to come on the podcast and share that story with us and just wish her nothing but great uh, success and happiness. So anyway, I just wanted to give you that quick little takeaway here. I've got another great episode planned next week with another amazing guest with their BF to AF story. So make sure you tune in for next week's episode. But first, listen to this message. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Midlife Fulfilled Podcast. I hope you got some insights, ideas, or inspiration from this episode. Be sure to press the subscribe button on your favorite podcast player so you don't miss future episodes. If you have midlife friends, and I bet you do, please share this podcast with them. And if you rate or review this podcast in Apple Podcasts or Google Play or Spotify, you'll help others discover it. If you need counseling or any other professional assistance in your midlife journey, I urge you to get it. This is Bernie Borges, and I'll see you on the next episode of the Midlife Fulfilled Podcast. And remember, midlife can be the most fulfilling season of your life. This podcast is a Laser Marketing Inc. production.